T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A lot has been said about the uh, the Max Drew shot last night. I, I am curious. Were you in the building for that? I was you- not. I was on a plane. Watching. Okay. Yeah. So I, I described watching last night's game as I put out a tweet, something like, that's the Cavs team I've come to, or that's the Cavs team I know and love or something like that. Something like that was meant as they'd went on that hot run in the second quarter, and I was like pumped up about it because it was such a good run. But then as the game went on, when the Cavs like went into a divot and fell on their ass, that that tweet still applied. And the whole thing, it was so wild to watch Cavs Twitter while watching the game in real time because with five minutes to go, you would have thought the sky was falling. Three minutes to go. And three minutes to go. And then with about two seconds to go, and... While all that's true, the reality is I think that's a good win last night, and I think it I think it's a kind of win. As long as this isn't just a team that's really tired and maybe been uh, maybe a little overextended, I think you could see this team kind of generate something based off that kind of win. I absolutely agree. I think it was, and this is going to sound crazy, but that win was so important because that would have been such a bad loss after the, they yeah. were up by what? 16 in the second quarter, 17 in the second yep. quarter. I don't remember exactly what it was, but they had such a big lead. And then it was down to what four at halftime where Dallas went on that run right before half. That would have been a really bad loss. And the Cavs haven't since the all-star break had a reason to feel good about themselves. I know Donovan missed those first two games that they lost coming out of the break. You beat Washington, but let's be honest. It was not, not an impressive night for anybody involved, just, but wins are wins. Last night, Dallas has been playing really, really well before the break. Coming out of the break, they've been good. Finding a way to win that game, I think, was really important, especially when you look at what the schedule is coming up. Where they've got, I know Chicago and Detroit, not not too, neither are, are good teams with tonight and Friday. But after that, you've got New York, you've got Boston, you've got Minnesota. You've got a really difficult schedule coming up, and I think that the Cavs needed to go into these two games that you should win feeling good about themselves, having a reason to feel good about themselves. Because let's say they beat Chicago by 15 tonight and Detroit by 10 on Friday or 15, whatever. It's not going to tell you anything about the Cavs. Like That is the expected outcome. Last night should have been a toss-up game. It was. It's an incredible way to win. You probably would have liked if they would have called that foul on Darius Garland. I could not believe that the last two-minute report today said they got that call right on the floor. I was astounded by that. You would have liked to it would have been okay. We don't need a fifty nine foot buzzer beater, but it's a really it's good sixty win. foot. 
I thought it was 59. Yeah, I, I, people, revisionist history. Oh, okay. We're yeah. going to. Okay. Yeah. No, it's 60 feet. 59, why, what are we doing equivalent about a 59 foot? Because I think what? the record's actually 61, Deontay Grant. Well, yeah. okay, yeah, so you're not challenging is. the record if it, you just call it 60 feet. I, I, I don't know where we shorted this I've guy. I've not the foot. seen it written 60 feet anywhere. I, I, who got out the measuring stick? That's what I want to know. I didn't see anybody out there. I'm going to need to see that program. I'm going to need to see the coding of that program before I buy into it. That That's a 60-foot shot to me. You want me to pull up the box score? No. Okay. You know why? Because you don't care. No, because I don't care. I'm right, <laughs> and and all everything else is wrong. Like, you sound like me now. I, I think that's the I, okay. Then we're we're in simpatico. <laughs> Just Too like better. a Star Wars movie, we don't care. <laughs> Too better. <laughs> um, I think when we talk about where the Cavs are, I think it can be the the step forward. I think it I think it has to be if you want to be the two seed. But I think where we are is until we see. I think Donovan's legs are a little. I don't want to say he just seems tired. Right. Well, um, and he was sick. Yeah. Well, but but Darius is clearly struggling at the end of game, struggling at various points in the game. He's not himself. Until either or both of those things are righted, I am throwing style points out the window. Sure, and, just and win. I think that's fair. I would bet that Donovan's going to start to look like himself. Maybe this weekend, maybe early next week. You, mm-hmm. you know, tonight we're the second night of a back-to-back. I don't know off the top of my head exactly how many minutes he played last night, but a heavy minute load going, having to travel, playing the second night of a back-to-back. I wouldn't exactly put in your parlay the Donovan Mitchell over. Now, I could be wrong about that because he's Get into really the good. lap right here. That's right, I, and I don't know change. what his line is set at, but coming off of an illness and playing twice in two nights is a difficult thing. I would expect him to start to look more like Donovan Mitchell next week and all this is crazy to say because he had, what, 31 points last night? Like, he was still really good. Well, I also think we're in this gray area of the season where it's not truly the runway for the playoffs yet. And so, listen, uh, the re- here's, here are what I think are the non-negotiables for the Cavs. Okay. You need to get back to offensively pushing the pace and shooting the kind of threes that you were um, four weeks ago. You're not doing that right now. I don't need to see that for another two or three weeks because right now I really do think this next, the next two to three weeks, you might even be able to push it to say four weeks, but that's, I mean, that's damn near the entire month of March. I'm okay with just winning. Sure. Style points do come back in at the end of March and in at the beginning of April before you get to the playoffs, because at some point you need to look like a team that has a style of play. And right now they just don't go ahead. See with what this schedule is. Style points are going to just wins are going to be style points. If you beat Boston, doesn't matter what it looks yeah. like. That is a style point win. Mm-hmm. If you beat New York, considering the recent history between these two teams, and I know the Knicks are beat up. If you beat New York, it doesn't matter if you beat them by five or fifteen. That win is going to just it's going to feel like it has style points. Same thing when Minnesota comes to town. I know that you know Cavs Wolves doesn't ever sound like a big matchup, but Wolves are first in the West. If you beat that team. Doesn't matter if it's by one point, by ten points. Those wins do have style points, even if they don't look pretty. Well, and I think I, I so I I think it is. I agree with you to a point. I, I think at the end of the season, when you play um, Memphis and Indy and even the Clippers and Utah, some of those games I want to see the run that you had where whether it's with Donovan and Darius on the court at the same time or whether you're staggering their minutes better, which is, yeah, they're not doing well enough right now. JB's not doing well enough right now. Like, 
because this is the time where I think you can do that and you can shave some of those minutes off Donovan and maybe you can shave some of those minutes off Max Struess, who's averaging four more minutes per game than his career high in Miami last year. Um, maybe, I don't know, play a guy by like name, the name of like Sam Merrill, something like that. I don't know. But He'd like, be the one to play. This is the time where you should be able to do that. Yeah. And so, like, I, I, we're just in a, a interesting situation where, listen, I think, I, I think it's going to be really tough for them not to be a top-four seed. Oh, I can't imagine yeah. them falling to five. I, I, they would have to have a catastrophic finish to the season to, I think, even fall to four. Yeah. They, but, I think they have to, because they, I believe, have a four or four and a half game lead on the Knicks right now, mm-hmm. who the Knicks are in fourth place. It would take a lot to go wrong for them to finish outside of the top three, which then you avoid Boston in the second round. and You have yeah. a real opportunity to get to the conference finals. But I think at some point we got to see some semblance of the team that they were. For that not to have been a mirage that happened because Darius was out. And I think that is uh, like, I, listen, I'm, I'm not the guy here saying, well, Darius is bad this year. I think there are real reasons why Darius isn't the same Darius. Yeah. I don't think it's as simple as Darius and Donovan don't play well together because they, I mean, Darius was his most efficient self last year. So I and think Donovan was too. So I think, I think people are, are using this as an opportunity to create a narrative that isn't there. Do I think right now the pairing is holding both of them back? Yes, mostly because Darius isn't playing with confidence off ball. And so I think you start to look at that and you go, well, I think Donovan's trying to slow things down so Darius can get comfortable. I think Darius is trying to make sure he's not stepping on Donovan's toes. I think that's directly because of the situation Darius is in. Yes. I think Darius needs to be more willing to shoot, catch, and shoot threes. Like, yes. I think that is the thing that he, and then we can have a discussion about the big guys with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen in a little bit, but that is the thing that to make this backcourt work, both of them have to be willing to take either catch and shoot threes or one dribble three. That's what it has to be because that's how you're going to keep this offense moving as quick as it was. They don't have to play at some breakneck pace where they're trying to emulate the seven seconds or less suns. That's no. not what they have to do. But they have to be very decisive when the basketball is in their hands. And yeah. that's the thing. I love what Darius Garland's game looks like when he's on. I think it is. It's beautiful basketball. Mm-hmm. But my one qualm with him at times is he can be a little, I, I don't want to say slow to decide things because so often he does make the right plays. But it can slow things down for other guys, even if the result is the same. And over time, I would just like for that to be a little bit quicker. I think that's when the Cavs can be at their best. And you really did see that when Donovan was the one running the show. And I I don't think Donovan playing point guard over an entire season like that is a super sustainable thing. His his usage rate was a little too high. I think it would have taken a toll on his body. And, you know, it's fair to bring up when you always mention that these two might not be looking great right now. Donovan had the best year of his career last year alongside Darius Garland. Darius Garland was really good last year. His numbers did not drop off very far from the all-star that he was the year before Donovan got here. Well, but I I do think it's so funny because I agree, but I didn't think they exploited the staggering of their guards enough last year. But I I don't blame Darius or Donovan. Oh, no, no, no. It's 100% on JB. Well, I think that is so this to me becomes the the catch 22 of the Cavaliers is it's like, you can't have Darius making pretty brutal mistakes at the end of games 
when your head coach is not good at the end of the games. He's he, he always burns his timeouts too early. I agree the, his, with that. His out of timeout actions are are rough or non-existent. Quite frankly, as we saw with the inbounds play that led to Dallas taking the lead with two seconds left. Yep. Um, his rotations late game are not great. You can't have Darius struggling the way he is in key moments and have JB not good in that moment. Right. You can't overcome both of those, especially in the playoffs. And I think that's where it's like, all right, getting back to that gray area thing, this is the time where you stagger him. Yes. This is the time where you see if it works. And this is a time where you go to Darius and say, listen, I'm still going to have you in at the end of some games. But right now, you're not playing confident basketball. I can't have you on the court in the final three minutes of the game in every single game. Well, what you should want to do if you were the Cavs, and you shouldn't try to emulate this team and anything other than this one specific thing, but try and be the 2019 Houston Rockets, the 2018 Houston Rockets, where, yeah, James Harden and Chris Paul started the game together, and for the most part, they finished the game together, but it was very rare that those two shared the court. It, Mm -hmm. It was like for maybe 15 minutes a game. That's what the Cavs should try and emulate in the backcourt and in the front court with Evan Mobley and Jarrett Allen. You can you can create pairings. And we did, it was a little easier to do this when both Garland and Mobley were on minutes restrictions coming back from their respective injuries. But those two, it, there was one game in particular where they had a 28-minute limit or whatever. Mm-hmm. They both played like 28 minutes and 16 seconds. They only played with each other. And having that with... Garland and Mobley, or if you want to, I think that's probably the better pairing. And then also Donovan Mitchell and Jarrett Allen, keep those two as pairs, separate them as much as possible, but also know that when that group is on the floor together, you're still at the very least going to be great defensively and you should have enough firepower offensively to get it done. Well, and I think it serves multiple purposes. It's not just about, to me, it's about getting, keeping both guys fresh and confident, right? So I think I think because both guys like to have the the ball in their hand, if you the first three quarters you avoid playing them for most of the first three quarters together, and even early fourth quarter, I think you're well, going to yeah. have them in rhythm as distributors, and that confidence I do think carries over, and all of a sudden each has ownership of hey I'm pairing you with these three other shooters and this big, and I just I don't know why it's taken this long. Because now I'm worried about Darius's confidence, and I don't think his confidence is snapping back unless you do something to help him and unless you go to him and be like, hey, here's the scenarios, but this is what we're going to do for you. Because I don't see him just playing his way out of confidence, Funk. If that's really becoming a bigger issue, then he lost some weight with his, uh, his, his jaw wired shut. And to be fair, I think that very much was an issue as well. What the Cavs have going for them is they've got time on their side. It's not as if they need to have this figured out tomorrow. The playoffs are still a couple of months away. They have time to figure this out, especially if they can hold on to that two seed. I I think it's very important to hold on to the two seed. If they do that, I feel almost as if you've got a first-round series to figure it out. It is is getting tense, though. You're right. They got time, but, oh, time is at that hourglass. If we are having this conversation, if we're – I don't expect everything to be solved in two weeks, but I think we should feel better about this in two weeks. It's not going to look perfect. On the wind March should start to look better. And, and you know what I mean? Like some of these things, some of the clunkiness needs to start to at least slowly leak out there. And yesterday I finally, I'd been waiting three weeks to the day yesterday. Kyrie coming back to town gave me the chance to get into your take from February 6th on the morning show 
where you said that Donovan is already the second best, not the second greatest, and you did a great job at so you do you understand what I'm saying with that? Because Ken couldn't seem to quite get that. So I actually think I want you to lay it out here in just one second. Okay. But I, so I yesterday I finally got into it. Okay. I'm going to play the Terry Pluto thing in a moment. But for for people who didn't hear it, and I don't want to have to play you the audio of you from three weeks ago when I have you right there. How do you how do you kind of separate greatest from best? So I think greatest is more of an overall resume type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like Kyrie is an NBA champion here. Kyrie had a lot of... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Great years in his legacy. Greatest is a legacy thing. He has a greater legacy in this town than I think probably anyone other than LeBron James that has played basketball for the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. You could maybe make an argument for Mark Price or Brad Doherty, someone like that. You could make that argument. But I think with what the shot he hit over Steph Curry on June 19th, 2016, the weight that that carries, I don't see anyone other than LeBron's legacy in this town as far as Cavalier basketball goes, topping Kyrie Irving's. Mm-hmm. Now, that said, I think Donovan Mitchell is better at basketball than Kyrie Irving is, or mm-hmm. was here in Cleveland. And to this day, like I think right now, Donovan Mitchell is a better basketball player than Kyrie Irving is. So that really was my argument is that when I watched these guys and listen, watched just about every game Kyrie played in Cleveland. I've, I think I've seen every game Donovan Mitchell has played in Cleveland. Donovan is just better at basketball. I think than anyone other than LeBron James has been on this team. You could maybe make an argument for some guys that played for the Cavs and also played elsewhere throughout their career. But I think for what the the basketball player in Cleveland, the only guy better than Donovan has been LeBron. So I thought about this a lot. And and yesterday, my point was, if we get to who's the better basketball player, from a skill set standpoint, Kyrie has Donovan beat. He's a better handler. He's a better finisher at the rim. He's a better shooter. You could make the case he's a better scorer, even though Donovan has averaged more points per game here by, I think, a couple points per game than than Kyrie ever averaged here. So 
I think that's where I struggle. Do I think Donovan is the better teammate? Yes. Do oh, I think yeah. he's far more fan-friendly? 100%. You can tell me he's a better defender simply because I think Donovan cares about defense. He is a better defender. But, but, like, all those other things, like, that's where I that's where I fall because it's like Donovan is not an elite finisher at the rim. Kyrie was. He's he's far more. Well, they're a very different kind of finisher. That's like well, Donovan fair. is is far more explosive than Kyrie ever was. Mm -hmm. um, Kyrie is the best below the rim finisher I have ever seen. Mm -hmm. I've never seen someone that and Kyrie can dunk, but Kyrie can't like yeah, Donovan really dunk. Yes, yeah. but for what he's able to do for a guy that can't consistently go up and dunk in traffic is I've never seen anything like it. I think his handles are second to none. But I think when you just take a look at the complete package of a basketball player, Donovan is better to but, me. But in what ways? I think that the explosiveness does matter because I think he's better at getting to the basket than Kyrie was. Not to say, and all of this isn't to say Kyrie wasn't awesome. Like, mm -hmm. I absolutely loved watching Kyrie play basketball here. I still love Backtracking, I, I see. No, 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 because I'm, I'm still taking Donovan. But... It's not for me to say, oh, Kyrie, Kyrie's trash. Like, it's not where I'm. That's all I'm hearing I right don't now. Is you go there. effing hate Kyrie Irving? I just can't believe it. He was just in town. He said nice thing about Cleveland. Why do you hate Cleveland, Danny? I oh, stop it. <laughs> I I think that the complete package. Because when you say, okay, Kyrie's a, a better shooter, it, it's a really close thing. I I don't know. He is. I I, mean, I think it's a really close thing because when you take a look at the mid range, Donovan, I do think is better there. The three-point volume now, and I understand part of this is the game has evolved. Like, the Cavs are shooting more three-pointers now than they were then. Just the NBA has changed in that sense. But I would take I would take Donovan, especially when you consider the fact, too, when Kyrie was the best player on the team, and I get that those teams weren't all that good, mm -hmm. he wasn't as good. And think, he didn't think, have the weight of being the best player on a playoff team, and I think that matters also, to me too. But you're also talking about a guy in the first three years of his career that played like seven games at Duke versus a guy that entered here as one of the top 15 players in the NBA. Right, and but so, that matters to this discussion. Well, but it, it does, but the point is Kyrie became a top 15 player from that last year without LeBron into those four years with LeBron, and we saw it in Boston. Like, young Tatum, young Brown, Kyrie was the best player on the court most nights. So, in a way, like, it it does end up feeling like we're shading Kyrie a little bit because he's a weird, wonky dude and he's a bit of an a-hole or has been, at points, a bit of an a-hole. Like, I I, I don't I don't think it's – one, I don't think it's a perfect one-for-one, one, so I understand no, yeah. it's going to be a little messy either way. But, like, by the end of Kyrie with LeBron, you can't tell me he wasn't every bit as good as Donovan because Donovan's never not been the guy on his team offensively. Sure. In Utah, he was the the guy from the moment he got there. He was the 13th pick in the draft well, in 2000. I, I don't think that was something. planned, but the way that he, yeah. he played. So I would put it this way. Last year, the Cavs, you know, we don't have to get into how great they were for the first time without LeBron. But Donovan was not at the top of that MVP discussion, obviously. But he finished sixth. He probably could have finished a little bit higher in that race. Kyrie never once was even mentioned as someone that deserved a vote. And part of that is playing with LeBron. We'll never know if he would have been there without LeBron. But we know Donovan Mitchell was a top five, top seven at worst player in basketball last year. I think you can make the same case for him this year. You could never say that about Kyrie here. I think if Donovan handled himself off the court 
the way Kyrie did, I don't think there's any way he's the the sixth most vote getter for MVP last year. I do. He so, was he was so awesome. I think Kyrie he has was been so. Awesome I think last year. Kyrie has been penalized in terms of perception, and including here in Cleveland, from how he asked out, forced his way out. Frankly, playing next to LeBron, and then everything that's come after. And so it's 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 so funny. Like I do think it's close. I think we get to the second best versus second greatest. If we went to the second best one, I think we massively forget about Mark Price at his zenith. And Mark Price as a point guard in an era where point guards weren't dropping 25 points a game, I think Mark deserves a spot in this conversation. I think Brad Doherty deserves a, a place in this conversation. There are other guys that I think second best, by the way you defined, deserve more of, a, of the conversation. But I do think in the end, I think a lot of this is influenced by the perception. Not, I'm not saying for you, but I think when people say Donovan's the second best, I think that's a little way of uh, uh, farting in the general direction of Kyrie Irving. So I think Mark Price has a real argument there because he, there might have been someone else before him, but I believe he's the only person in Cavs history other than LeBron to be first team All NBA. I believe that to be the case. And Donovan wasn't last year. Donovan very narrowly missed out. I thought if I had a vote, I would have voted him first team All NBA. Mm -hmm. I thought that putting Luka Doncic on the first team, despite his numbers, when the fact that the Mavericks tanked at the end of the season to miss the play in, he should have been penalized for that. And I thought that just how good Donovan was, he should have been first team. But Mark Price that year finished like 10th in MVP. It was a very, it was a different NBA in terms of, you know, it was a sport dominated by the big guy. I mean, the wings were more important. It Mark Price in this era wins an MVP. I don't know if he wins one, but he's... Steph won. Yeah, but Steph was a... Mark Price was an awesome shooter. Steph is better. Like, let's not... I, I don't want to say negative things here, but there's never been someone that has been better at shooting the basketball than Steph Curry. There hasn't been. And I don't know how close it is between him and number two. I don't think it's very close, though. I'm trying very hard not to engage in a, a verbal fisticuff with you over Mark Price. Be I because, love Mark Price. Like, well, he, no, but I think I I think this is where the era thing does matter. Sure. And I think Mark was every bit the shooter that Steph is. He just played in an era where you got your ass knocked down on every other play. And that's so this it's not actually to discredit Steph at all. It is to say that if you let Mark Mark Price, now we're really getting into the 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 nits and grits here. You're welcome. If you allow Mark to play in this era, I think his numbers look even more insane. I mean, and, they, they would look better than what he had, no question about it. Like, there's no doubt his numbers would be way better than what they were back in the 80s and 90s. Like, I think Mark Price is one of the five greatest shooters ever in NBA history. I could and that's in an that. era where he was an undersized point guard in, in a big league. I could, I could absolutely listen to that. I'm not going to push back on that, but he's not Steph. He's not that level of shooter. Right, there let's, has, been, let's, let's, there let's, has been one of those ever. Let's find the, the common ground because of the era he played in. And I'm not trying to dog Steph. Steph in Mark Price era is Mark Price. Maybe. Actually, he's probably more SOL because he's a combo guard and he's not a true point guard like Mark was. Well, I mean, that position didn't exist back then. Yeah. Like, it's so difficult to make this, this comparison between eras because basketball has changed so much. I just felt like you spit in my childhood's face when you said that about Mark Price. Sorry, I got a little defensive there. Um... The, I just I just continue to go back to the Kyrie thing. I do want to play the Terry Pluto thing in a second because he agrees with you. Mm -hmm. I think if I say, if we get to who is best, all right, Donovan's scoring a lot of points, but he never had to defer to somebody the way that Kyrie did at his peak in Cleveland. 
all right, when we get to the actual style. Donovan's a better teammate. He's team-friendlier or fan-friendlier. Um, I'll give him he was a better defender. I'll give you he was more explosive, or he's more explosive athletically. Kyrie was smoother, yeah. is smoother, just one of the smoothest players I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, had a better handle, better finisher, better shooter. Like So, it's it, to me, it's like, okay, yeah, I, I care about defense. They're also undersized guards. Right. Like, they're, but- they're also like – so, it, if the only thing I can give you is you're more explosive – but he's the smoother player and better scorer. Like I, that's see, where I wouldn't call him the better scorer. Ooh. Like like Donovan is an awesome scorer, man. He I, is. I think they're both. I think they're both elite. But I think sure, Kyrie. But I, I, I think I, I think Kyrie's underrated in a lot of different ways, just scoring wise. I I think I would take Donovan as a better scorer, and I understand that the volume there matters. But Donovan is has been capable of some really special things scoring wise. Let's not forget Donovan had more forty point games last year than Kyrie did his entire time in Cleveland. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.